It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Well, that was a short break, and I think I may have missed the first one, so I'm going to play the second one now. Oh. On your face, and I tear out in your eye. Oh, come see, I get light on you. My sweet, honey love. Okay, well, I uh, I didn't have that bumper exactly uh, queued up right, but we'll get it right next time. Uh, We started off the day talking about the um, Westport High School teacher who uh, uh, has uh, introduced a book that some think is controversial in his classes, and we have a call on the line. So let's call get go go to that call right now. You're next with Jack Spillane on WBSM. Hi, Jack. Um, Good morning. I think I think that the uh, controversy controversy over the book. Um, and the parallel that you drew about Catcher in the Rye, that was like a very hot topic um, in the day. I mean, I'm, I'm going to, I'm 73 now, um, and I just remember thinking, oh gosh, I'm reading a dirty book. But I was kind of, uh, I came from a strict background, but um, it didn't corrupt me. And as a matter of fact, I'd like to read that book, reread that book now as an adult and see what the hoopla was all about yeah but, J, um, jd salinger was just a, a a great writer and um he wrote all kinds of great books his short stories were were really good but if i remember correctly um the book was about uh, an alienated young man who felt that most of the adult world were phonies and what mm-hmm. they said in public about um you know business or religion or government was 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 different you know the way they you know the um the high school jocks acted in public was different than the way they acted in in private, and that was his big issue. Uh, right, uh, and I think that uh, phony, I think, was the was the word that Holden used all the time. And I I think that kids are very sensitive to these issues. And um, you know, it's such a nice call. What's what's your name? If I do, you, do you give your name? Oh, I don't usually, but that, Suzanne is my Su- name. Suzanne, because um, you, you call often, and I, I always appreciate your thoughtful calls. Um, did, did you? I went to Catholic schools, and we were reading those books. So I, you know, I don't know. Maybe Catholic schools have gotten more conservative. But were you well, going to Catholic I, schools or public schools? No, no. But I had a Portuguese mother. <laughs> ah, okay. I I had a very um, not terribly strict, but a strict, probably traditional Portuguese upbringing. And I think it protected me a lot from hurt. And I think it also, when I, you know, look at back at it, I think it, um, not limited, but it sheltered me. It sheltered me from a lot. Um, and some of that I'm thankful for. But I think that it's uh, not advisable to just have children be taught the facts of life in a health class. I think you need to 
um, have some like, humanity to it. And I think that I have not read the book in question, but if it's um, like The Handmaid's Tale, it's the same author, isn't it? Yes, Margaret Atwood. Yes. All right. So I think that um, kids need to hear about um, different uh, topics like that or different aspects of it. Mary, would, think- I mean, Suzanne, would you like to hold on till after the news because uh, at the half hour I have to go to the news and, and okay, I want sure, to discuss sure. this a little bit more. So I'm going to put you on hold and we're going to go to Adam Bass for the news. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, Jack. And here are some of the national stories we're following. A hearing is set later for today in the Georgia 2020 presidential election interference case. Fulton County Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee has scheduled a hearing to decide on serving some defendants, severing some defendants from the main case, saying a court order that he intends to ask a state for a good faith estimate on the time frame needed to present its case at a joint trial of all 19 defendants. Every defendant in the former President Trump's Georgia case is pleading not guilty, and they've all waived their right to an in-person arraignment. The former chairman of the Proud Boys will spend more than two decades behind bars. Enrique Tario and three other leaders of the far-right group were found guilty of seditious conspiracy earlier this year. On Tuesday, a judge sentenced Tario to up to 22 years in jail, the longest sentence handed down for a 2021 capital riot-related sentence. President Biden will start wearing a mask again after the first lady tested positive for COVID-19. The White House said Biden will mask up indoors and has tested negative. The press secretary said First Lady Jill Biden has mild symptoms and will remain in Delaware for the week as she recovers. A 14-year-old Massachusetts boy is dead after going viral from the One Chip Challenge. Mark Mayfield explains. The family of Harris Woloba says he died last week of complications from eating the super spicy chip made by Pocky. The chip contains Carolina Reaper peppers and Naga Viper peppers, two of the hottest peppers in the world. The chip comes with a warning that it should be consumed by adults only, should be kept away from children, and shouldn't be eaten by anyone who's sensitive to spicy foods or with an allergy, women who are pregnant, or anyone with a medical condition. Autopsy results are pending. I'm Mark Mayfield. Researchers have found a new cause for Alzheimer's disease and vascular dementia. A new study led by scientists, Oregon Health and Science University, found that iron-rich cells in the brain destroy cells that are supposed to help clean connections between nerves. Researchers say it's surprising that this wasn't found during previous research. They found it using a new technique to isolate the cells. In sports, the Boston Red Sox lost to the Tampa Bay Rays last night. The score was 8-6. They will finish up their series tonight at Tropicana Field at 6.40 p.m. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. Another muggy day in store for us, but we have some clouds moving in throughout the day. It's going to feel hot, but our temperatures will be near 86 degrees. Overnight tonight, clear and humid, low of 67. And for tomorrow, another muggy, hot and humid day for us. Our highs will be reaching 85 degrees. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. Right now it is 72 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. My bags last night, free flight. Zero hour, 9 a.m. And I'm gonna be high. As a kite by then 
high school classes that had guest speakers of kids who had gotten um, pregnant early and talked about the struggle um, that mo- happens most of the time as a result of that. I think that, that would kids would listen to that because it would be a peer talking about a situation that they probably face quite often um, because I think it is a lot more casual than it was in my day. Um, you know, that was like, those were bad girls, you know, yep. and that was impressed upon me. But, I mean, I don't think that's true. I think it's just people who, you know, want to experience different things. So anyway, I think that if we have to talk to our kids so they won't make um, mistakes, so they won't find themselves in situations that they don't think through. Yep. Um, I, I, I think yeah. there are some people who felt that it was better for the culture when if a girl got pregnant during high school, it was a shame and it had to be hushed up and she had to go away and have the baby and that it would be better to return to that because when we had that kind of a culture, it was uh, kids were afraid to have sex because they, they, they were inhibited from it because of the punishment. And there are many people who legitimately think that it would be better to go back to those days. And I, I get that. But all the heartache and all the... Um, substance abuse and all the uh, uh, dysfunction and mental mental illness that went with it. I I, I really don't think most people want to go back to that. But 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 some well, I people think do. That if we hide everything, if we hide things, I don't think we're ever going to go back to the age of innocence. I don't think that's going to happen. And maybe it wasn't even an age of innocence because we weren't. You know, we don't know. We're looking back, <clears throat> but I don't think that we can go back and be. Um, totally um you know we didn't know a lot about our politicians for example when we were growing up yes and now you know everything like every every little like um problem that they've encountered you hear about it and it's like instantaneous like with all the news reporting and stuff and i don't know if that's better but at least we know you know and you have to make an informed decision on who you want but um there are no secrets anymore Nope. Suzanne, did, uh, before we wrap up, did you have a favorite book when you were in high school uh, that really impressed you of any sort, not from a teacher, but just a book that you loved? I liked um, A Separate Piece, and I liked Death Be Not Proud. Ah, I read A Separate Piece. I'm not sure I read Death Be Not Proud, but I may have. Yeah, it's about um, a father and a son who's, uh, the son is dying, and it's a very moving yeah, a separate piece yeah. is a is a great book because it it really talks about friendship and in jealousy within a friendship mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. I think is uh, just such a human relationship and the and the tragedy that can can result from that that kind of uh, 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 jealousy uh, takes place during World War II. Um, uh, just a, a great great book by a, a writer named John Knowles. Uh, my my favorite book when I was in high school was Look Homeward Angel, which I which was by a great Southern writer named Thomas Wolfe, and it's about this uh, young kid who wants to be a writer, so of course I identified with it. And right. um, I recently read it, reread it, um, uh, maybe three or four months ago, and um, it, it holds up, although I have to say that some of the racial language that he used, um, you definitely get the impression that he was a Southerner of his time. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that's another thing, like when you look back at like... Um a book like that and someone today might say oh no we can't have that because that um you know uses language that is not permitted today i think that we have to understand that like in in times past 
language was used like that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with reading books like that. Nope, me neither. Suzanne, you're a great okay. and thoughtful caller, and I, I appreciate you starting, starting the morning off with me. Thanks, Jeff. Okay. Bye-bye. We'll go to a commercial. That's a little bit of the great Irish singer Enya uh, with Only Time uh, to cool us down a little bit this morning as uh, the sun shines outside my window at WBSM Studios in Fairhaven. This is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light. I'm filling in for Tim Weisberg for the second day in a row. <coughs> Excuse me. I hope you'll be patient with me. Uh, I'm not as good as Tim, but I'm learning the ropes here, and and, and uh, Tim's going to be back on the mend and, and back with you pretty soon. We've been talking this morning about the um, the controversy over in Westport of this school of this book, Happy Endings, which has been taught by an English teacher. It explores the issues of um, one night stands and and. Um, uh, sec- human sexuality between men and women, uh, to my mind, very appropriate subjects for uh, high school kids. Uh, we had a parent at Westport High School that complained. That resulted in a, an investigation. We've now had 150 people sign a petition in, in support of the teacher. All of this, in my mind, is much ado about nothing. But you may disagree with me. If you if you do, this is a good block for you to call. We have five minutes here. Uh, 508-996-0500. 508-996-0500. I will say that, that this Westport story occurs just as the same time we have a story in the New Bedford Light this morning that the New Bedford public school system is asking for an additional $7.2 million for behavioral health care costs this year. Uh, the there's just an epidemic of mental illness among young people. And um, according to this story by our writer Colin Hogan in the New Bedford Light, which, by the way, is a, I'll put in a plug, a free publication. All you have to do is Google New Bedford Light, L-I-G-H-T, and you'll, you'll get it for free online. This story says that the schools are asking for $7.2 million more for behavioral health costs this year. Currently, only 41% of the kids with mental health problems are being helped. So that's not just in New Bedford. That's everywhere. You, you, be, you might be surprised to learn that the New Bedford public school system employs 60, six zero counselors. So 60 counselors working for the New Bedford school system. That's the extent of mental health problems or maybe just the awareness those mental health problems have always been there. It's just that now we take them seriously. Now we try to address them. And, and to my mind, this English teacher, uh, Matthew Shevers, I think is his name, who's teaching this book, Happy Endings, by a very well-respected author, Margaret Atwood, is uh, part of this um, uh, 
effort. Uh, some people might say that that's the culture wars. Uh, I think it is the culture wars. The, the culture has changed since World War II. Uh, we, we think of things differently. We um, are more tolerant. We uh, talk about things that, that used to be kept hidden in, in private, whether that's LGBTQ issues, whether it's um, issues of race, whether it's issues of, of human sexuality, abortion. We talk about them, and, and I think that that's right. I think talking about things takes a, a lot of the sting, a lot of the stigma out of them. So these people that, uh, as Pope Francis calls them, uh, uh, returnists, people who want to return to the past, uh, uh, I think there was one of the protesters at New Bedford High School last year who said the good old days weren't really all that good. We had a lot of problems, uh, you know, that, 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 that weren't addressed. So uh, maybe, what do you think about the controversy in Westport? Are you disturbed by, by these books that are, um, that are being put forth? Do you think that they are indoctrination, they are indoctrinating kids? Are they, are they, are they just reflecting the reality that um, <clears throat> uh, kids have always been interested in? As I said... Uh, controversial books is, are, are nothing new. Uh, my father was concerned about my sister reading Catcher in the Rye uh, all the way back in the 1960s. Uh, uh, you know, it, it, my, my father had five girls and, and he was concerned. He, he, he wanted them to be protected. He had, he, he had good intentions, but uh, as my sister vociferously uh, defended the book uh, uh, at the time, which was being taught at a Catholic high school back in the day, I don't, I don't know if it will be taught now. Uh, uh, said that this was, I, I can remember her telling my father, this, this is reality. This is, this is what's out there. So, um, should these books be um, taught uh, uh, in high schools, or should they be uh, relegated to healthcare classes, as uh, uh, our good caller John was? Um, arguing this morning. Um, I understand John's impulse. He, you know, he, he thinks that, you know, sometimes some topics should, should not be talked about. I, I get that, you know, I'm Irish. I, I, I definitely get that, but, but it's, uh, I think it's, it's not a, it's not the best way. Uh, uh, we're coming up on time for another break here. So we'll go to that and we'll be back in a few minutes. Jim. All right, uh, this is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light. We have about two minutes before the uh, news at the top of the hour. I'm staring out the window in the Fairhaven Studios, and there's a bright yellow sun this morning, and it's been a long time. We haven't had many days this summer where we have that bright yellow sun, and it, it's looming over those wind turbines. Um, do, you, do you live in Fairhaven? You know, those wind turbines were controversial when they first uh, came out. People were worried about the hum, people who lived close to them. Um, they've been there for, as it must be 10 years now. I, I know whenever I drove up, drive over to the studio and I see those those turbines le- looming over the um, Stop and Shop Plaza, I, I just feel comforted by them. It's almost like they're, um, you know, it's, it's like a, a, a landmark, um, the way the old Paul Revere sign used to be when you drove, drove down Route 195. You know it's becoming another landmark, although I guess it'll be a little more temporary, is the big cylindrical um, bases for the turbines that are going to be built off of Martha's Vineyard when you drive by um, New Bedford Harbor and you you look particularly from the Fairhaven side now. It's just this big, brawny, industrial uh, site over in New Bedford uh, 